do it. <laughs> Stop it. It's No, really. Well, I get it all at Prairie Gardens. Did you say Prairie Gardens, the garden store? Oh, they've always been more than just gardening. You'll find new boutique items every week at prices you can't beat, like this purse. Oh, and this beautiful necklace and bracelet and this top. Let me guess. Prairie Gardens. Ah, you know it, and that's how I always keep my style fresh. Love it. Prairie Gardens, extraordinary gardening, home decor, framing, and a boutique as unique as you. Well, good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Join us if you can. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can phone in at 356-9397. Even text your questions or comments to us at 351-5357. Right now, I have Mary Ann Metz joining me. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Just Mary you and me, honey. Well, well no, John's here somewhere. John, yeah, John Weisgarber is here somewhere. He might and be perusing be all the beautiful flowers we've gotten in in the last 24 hours. Well, gosh, oh, you my guys gosh. have your hands full oh, with all of the plants. Oh, my gosh. Did you walk back there at all? Yeah. In the back, in the it, greenhouse? Well, no, actually, no. I didn't get way, way, way back. It is absolutely fabulous. I, I just got to the annuals. I don't even think uh, I got to the perennials. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Annuals and vegetables, I think, was what I was looking at. Well, I'll tell so. you what. We've got all of that stuff. Yeah. Annuals, vegetables, oh, flowers like crazy. It's just the, the color is just fabulous. And and with Mother's Day being next Sunday, a week yes. from tomorrow, do you think that it might be okay? Now, do you think we're past our last freeze? I'd like to guarantee that. but Frost? <laughs> Don't we just have snow? I mean, seriously. Shh. I know. But <laughs> I, know. I, I actually think it spring is here. It was a wacky I, April. Hasn't this been? Yeah. Well, I'm I guess it's not it's April over. anymore. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. 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 Today Let's it's Cinco de Mayo. I'm ready. It's, yeah, Cinco de Mayo. Riba. Yeah. So. Happy Cinco happy Cinco de Mayo. I can't spit it out there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. We'll get a few cervezas in you and then maybe oh, hey, loosen hey. you up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. John Weisgarver joins us. About Hello, time. John, you've been busy back in the Hi. greenhouses. I'm going to breathe hard for a minute. Yeah, well, okay then. That, that we'll could mean a lot of things to you. You have this kind of Donald Duck look going on there. Oh, cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like running and then my hair was going crazy. Oh, yeah, blowing in the wind. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, it's going to be gorgeous out today. I was just talking to Tamara about all the flowers we have back there. Oh I, if it, yeah, it's yeah. it is spring, Tamara. I'm I'm telling you, it's spring. But if you walk back there, oh my gosh, it is so spring. It's ridiculous. Oh boy, yeah. I keep so saying back much there, color. Yeah. Yeah, everything imaginable. Yeah. If you well, you know, we 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 try to have everything, but. Yeah. <laughs> But we have a lot. We're close. (laughs) Well, you know what? I was thinking about how you are so good at knowing all of the plants and all of the trees and all of their uh, formal names. And I was trying to find a comparison for it. And I think it would be like knowing every single person by face, you know, being able to identify every single person who attends and works at the University of Illinois. Holy cow. Maybe. I I actually know people who can do that. They just have this, this kind of memory that remembers names and faces i remember faces yeah pretty much but names <laughs> i understand that gone yeah yeah i yeah. use yeah, mnemonic right. devices well i think as long as as you uh customers are happy if you recognize them sure uh because there's people you know i've been here for 22 years and there's there's people that come in 
here for that oh, many years. And, yeah. You know, I know I know who they are, but I don't them? know their name. Yeah, inter- you know, and yeah. that's okay. That's well, okay. No, what's more important, and what I'm thinking, though, is that you know the names of all of the plants that we are interested in knowing about and all of the trees and well, shrubs. Well, but well, we're, we're with those every day. So. Well, well, we try. <laughs> right. But, but you know, uh, and if, if we can't figure it out there's always somebody else here that can or or we yeah. can always research and Boy, figure it out yeah that, that's so. the that's the key we have a lot of people here with a lot of knowledge about plant plant material yeah it's, it's just are, awesome it's great yeah, some are more experts at other areas you know some people are more more into trees and shrubs and perennials and some people are more experts at annuals yeah. cherry, t- cherry tomato she has shows. that name for a reason yeah. Okay. <laughs> she does. Duh. She does. You're so funny. Oh. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. So, uh, uh, you want to cover some of the deals real quick before we get into uh, answering questions? Because I know uh, you still have some Boston ferns left, which we're going for. They're el- gorgeous. Eleven ninety seven. Eleven ninety seven. We just we just got another truck in. Oh, you did. Yes. Oh, good. It's just crazy. Okay, good. And crazy the, pretty. Uh, the and and the great deal that I came in earlier this week and took advantage of the fifty impatience for only eleven dollars and ninety seven cents. Oh yeah. That is that's such a deal. For yeah, if you have a big place that you want to, uh, and, and it's kind of shady or you know just not quite. Right for a sunny thing. Mm-hmm. Impatients are perfect. 50 of them for 12 bucks. Yeah. Talk about them. That covers a lot of area. That I mean, talk about adding the color that you really wanted for a oh, uh, little impact on the wallet. Yeah. That's nice. That's totally nice. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you get, you get a, a bang for your buck out of that because those plants get enormous. Do they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, usually, usually a foot easy. How I should ask that. How far apart should you plant them? Like you said, well, six inches. Well, or? you know, twelve twelve inches. You really should because really? otherwise, uh, you're too close to They'll together. they'll intertwine with each other. Yep. And then that inhibits or, or starts to harbor uh, potential for diseases. Okay. Especially when you're when you're in a, a more shady situation. And then when you have plants close together, you'll need air circulation to get in between the plants. And then we also have a little problem with some people like to water uh, in the evening and water on top of the plants where you need to really water at the base of the plant on the ground to keep the foliage dry. So there's a lot of of little things that you can do to inhibit that. I'm glad you reminded me of that that because I, I would have forgotten that. To water the ground as much as you can uh, yeah yeah okay and you know and then you know sometimes you have to water when you can sometimes you're not up at five o'clock in the morning really you know <laughs> I am, but I know a lot of times I'm not up at five o'clock <laughs> if I can help it. You know? I'm, not, I'm not quite sure I'm up yet. So. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> well, you know, there was a story recently about um, how uh, West Nile has been found in, I believe it was Oklahoma. It's been uh, showing up again this year, and they're already yeah. starting to test Early. mosquitoes and stuff. So I was checking out your products for uh, to get rid of bugs, and yeah, I did not realize these mosquito dunks existed yeah cool and uh so okay uh just from explaining what the package looks like they look like a, a little 
ring of uh, press cardboard. Press cardboard? Yeah, don't you think that, that looks like press cardboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks yeah, like okay. a bagel. It does. And you just drop it into wherever you need that might be collecting water, like rain barrels, roof gutters. And uh, I think it's safe for fish. Is that what I read? Yep. Safe for uh, fish. Mosquitoes like standing water. M- moving water is something they won't breed in, but standing water, yes. So if it's if it's still water, you you just need to be careful about having those kinds of locations around your yard because that's where mosquitoes will be. Right. And uh, unless you're looking for it, you don't even really stop to think about it. That's exactly right. But uh, yeah, uh, flower pots, roof gutters, old tires. Yep. Rain barrels, tree holes, yep. unused swimming pools, animal watering troughs, and bird baths. Yep. And so you can use this in the bird bath. It'll kill the mosquitoes, but not the birds. It'll That's be what it just says. It's fine for the birds. My, my birds That's are great. in the bird baths way too often, so I don't have to worry about the water standing. Oh, okay. So <laughs> changing the water constantly. <laughs> well, I put my fountain out this past week. Did you? Cool. Yeah, it's nice to have out again and hear the running water. However, yeah, I don't want to run it all the time just because of the electricity bill uh, and when it rains. But um, <laughs> how... Cheapskate. Do I need... I know. I am. <laughs> I have to be able put to afford annuals. Put it on a timer. That's a good idea. Oh, listen yeah. to that. Awesome. That is a good idea, and the well, and I was also wondering, do you do you know like you should at least run it for a few minutes every day to get the water circulating, to discourage mosquito eggs? I, I would absolutely run it every day. Yeah, and so, then it for also, some period of time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it discourages uh, algae buildup too. Oh, okay. Hadn't thought about that. Good point. All right. Okay, so that's the mosquitoes. Let's talk about Mother's Day. Okay. You know what? <laughs> what? I can't believe it's a week away, first of all. I know. <laughs> so, and second, if you can't find something for Mother's Day here, uh-huh. whether it's in the store or outside the store, you've got your eyes closed. <laughs> Boy, no kidding. No kidding. Okay, first of all, let's start in the store where the boutique, today is the last day of the sale in the boutique, where if you buy two items, you get the third for a penny. Isn't that crazy? It really is, considering, (laughs) oh my gosh, they have such cute things there. Their purses alone are so cute. I know. (laughs) And and I have to get a baby gift for my sister-in-law, and so uh, uh, I'm looking back there, because you have so many cute baby items. Exactly. uh, Scarves, hats, clothing, dresses, uh, you name it, they have it back there in the boutique. Really beautiful selection. And if you can't find it, Mona can help you. Oh, yeah. Mona has great taste. She's good. She is good. You're right. And she's out there today. She'll be working up until 6, she told me. Until 6? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Even though you're open till what, 8? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay. All right. And that's just starting when you first walk in the door. Then you also have all of the fabulous furniture. You have uh, items in the uh, framing department, uh, frames, and you can have items framed professionally, which is nice. Oh, yeah. Um, Alex does a fabulous job in his crew. Mm-hmm. Brian has a terrific selection of home decor. Oh, God. Uh, it, it just goes on and on and on. <laughs> truly, it does. And and then you get to the other half of the indoor part of the store. <laughs> <laughs> Where they have all the planters you could possibly want and gardening gloves and tools and artwork and yard art. And and then you finally get outdoors. And to the plants. Oh, 
There you hit the colors. So, John, how many semis have we gotten in in the last uh, 36 hours? Well, uh, yesterday, I recall there were three here at the same time. It was interesting, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Three trucks but, to unload. But it's so much color. It, it, if you can't find a planter, you can't find a, a basket full of petunias. Oh, speaking of petunias, oh, my gosh. I, I never thought I'd say this, not in a million years. Petunias were always that, you know, it's just yeah. one of those filler things. It's, yeah, I understand there that. There are so many cool petunias. There's so many new ones oh my that gosh, they, yeah. they've developed. So, yeah. I think they're they're kind of on the rebound, or or you know you know how fashion cycles through. Absolutely. Well, you know we've got plants yeah, are do. doing the same oh, thing. Bell bottoms. Okay. Do? Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna be so petunias are in fashion this year. I think they're just striking. There's some beautiful color combinations, and you can get upright petunias. You can get trailing petunias. Just all nice. goo gobs, goo gobs and yeah. stuff. And those cute little. Um, Watering cans that are bright colors with mm. polka dots on them, and they're full of gorgeous plants. And mm -hmm. There's just so many yeah. different things out there, planters. So speaking of Mother's Day, we have uh, a new array of sales coming up starting tomorrow. Yeah, it looks so Oh, tomorrow. that's right. So and we have a flyer, uh, coming, flyer out. coming out. We can go to prairiegardens.com. Uh, there's tons of things. All right. Well, let's get to those in just a minute. But first, let's go to the phone lines where Phil has been waiting patiently. Awesome. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens, 356-9397. Good morning, Phil. Good morning. Can you Thank hear you me? Thank you for waiting. We sure can. That's all right. Hey, uh, uh, I have uh, quite a few evergreen trees, about uh, oh, half a dozen or so that are about 20 years old. Last year, there was diagnosed they had some fungus problems. Yes. And uh, so I have a local lawn service who is spraying the trees on a routine basis. My concern was that they instituted the treatment last year, and they sprayed all the trees, whether they showed disease or not. And this year, trees that previously had not shown any disease, even though they were treated preventively, now appear to have fungus involved. And I was curious if there was anyone locally who specializes in trying to treat or control this fungus. I actually don't know anybody that specifically does fungal issues on, on trees. But, Phil, you know what happens is that uh, things uh, happen to evergreens, and they don't manifest anything physically for months. So you don't see it for a, a long time until... Uh, Unfortunately, sometimes until it's too late. So it's very possible that it had the fungal issue going on before the the treatment started, and and now it's just showing up. Uh, that's possible. Well, actually, I, I, yeah, I spoke to you folks in January uh, a year uh -huh. and a half ago, and you recommended the plant clinic. Yes. And the U of I, and so I took some samples, and they were the ones who diagnosed the fungus. Yeah. But uh, so, for what I've read, it it is it sound like it's. Uh, not a good chance that these trees are going to survive even though we're treating them? Well, you're going to probably abate the, the fungal issue somewhat, but it's going to continue uh, because once it started in, in uh, it's probably a spruce, isn't it? Uh, I think there's uh, some spruce and because uh, we've got some long-needled pines that are unaffected. I gotcha. The, the spruce particularly around here have been affected by fungal issues and insect issues yes. in the last five years just yeah. horribly. Um, 
and and once it has it, I, it you can abate it you can keep it uh, moderated somewhat but it does continue but it, if you don't spray then it's just going to happen very quickly is the problem okay. mm. unfortunately that that and yeah, what, uh, it, you know the only uh i'm assuming your your lawn service knows what to treat with uh the only other thing that you could possibly do would be to talk to a certified arborist and you know get their opinion on it also but and we're lucky we have several good arborists certified arborists in the, in the community yeah we do okay very good well, I'll look good, into that good luck I, phil that's that's you know, a tough one yeah that's a bummer yeah, well it's just a shame you know we, we planted these trees 20 years ago and we're now we're just oh, getting the chance to enjoy them and now we're enjoy, uh, yeah that, yep, uh, well thanks very much for your help yeah, well, that's, good luck with yeah, that, good Phil. Luck, totally. Yeah, I hope you can save them some. Yeah, that's that's really it. Really is difficult. That's it's hard to lose uh, established plantings like that. Mm-hmm. I've I've told you so so many times. I'm going through that now myself. I've lost so many big trees in my yard. Yeah, I've, I've gone from a shade garden to a sun garden. Right? Huh? Wow. Um, but yeah, that's what happens. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. Back to the phones, where Deborah is waiting. Good morning, Deborah. How are you? Good morning. I'm just fine. Uh, we purchased a couple of your beautiful dahlias this past week, and I'm wondering if they need a special soil when we repot them, or just regular soil. Do we need to use like a Miracle Grow or regular soil? Well, I think you made a fabulous choice. Those, the dahlias are absolutely. gorgeous, absolutely stunning. Yeah. Uh, I are. think just regular potting soil, don't you, John? Yeah, uh, you're going in containers or in the ground? In containers. Containers, yeah, absolutely. You want a, a potting mix. Uh, so it's it's all formulated properly for containers. It has all the right nutrients and, and drainage. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's what you'll need. Something, like, regular? something like a miracle Grow potting soil is in? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. All right. And then uh, the day we were out there, you were out of the double red hibiscus plants. Did you get more in? Well, we did get a shipment of tropicals uh, this week. Um, I'm pr- I can't say for sure that we have them, but we got uh, so many it's hard to if see. You, them. <laughs> you know, if you want to, if you want to call us back uh, after the show, we can certainly double, double check, check it for, for you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. Well, good. You're very welcome, Deborah. Thanks for calling in. 356-9397, Plant Experts, live at Prairie Gardens. Mike has questions for you guys. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Um, I have a question about some boxwoods. Um, We've got um, two different sizes. I don't know. There may be more, but but, but these are, there's kind of a small or dwarf one, and then sort of the regular size ones that get pretty big. Um, and they're, um, I don't know, 15 feet from each other, these two different plantings. And one of them started looking uh, pretty brown, a lot of the leaves, and somebody told me it was a blight last year and uh, suggested I get some kind of a spray that had copper in it of some kind, and I tried that, and it didn't seem to make a whole lot of difference. Now, this year, th- those were the dwarf ones or the smaller ones. And then this year, they're starting to look really bad, and the regular size ones, which are maybe 15 feet away, are starting to show a little browning around their leaves, too. And, and again, somebody said it was some kind of blight or something. You know anything about that or how we might try to treat it? Well, Mike, we, we actually have 
had that issue for maybe just a couple of years. I, I haven't seen it on anybody's plants yet, but I've certainly heard people talking about it. Uh, the, the photographs I've seen, it looks like uh, one whole stem, or, or maybe more than one stem, but it'll be an entire stem that dies, and it, it turns um, a tannish and then grayish coloration, uh, but it's a whole stem. It isn't just the uh, tips of the leaves or anything, and, and that's the it's it's act, kind of a relatively new issue in the world of boxwoods, isn't it? Like five or less than ten years, but Le, yeah, less than that. Um, it's 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 really very obvious, and it, and it does look different than some of the other issues with the boxwoods. So it's pretty recognizable. Uh, uh, probably at this point, if you've been having some issues, uh, if you could take some photographs and bring us a sample of of some of the 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 leaves we could certainly tr try to help diagnose it for you but, um, but one okay. of the things about boxwoods um, the broadleaf evergreens are particularly affected by uh, winter winds and we had some pretty horrific winter oh, winds this year yes and, and not, not just in yeah. the winter not just in december and january uh, but february and march were, were pretty horrific too i've seen yeah. a lot of boxwoods with that that burning desiccation on them uh, which is very typical. So it's they're, they're actually, they, they visually, like John said, they're visually um, very different from one another, those two things. So it, it could be one thing or the other. But, yeah, if you could bring in a sample or photographs or something, that w we could help you uh, try yeah, to diagnose um, what it is. You know, we chose boxwoods because we were told that uh, they're so hardy and so uh, uh, easy to grow, so to speak, and... Uh, and we've had these in place now for maybe, I don't know, seven or ten years or something. Oh, nice. And, uh, uh, we're so disappointed to see this. The ones, the dwarf ones, which are the ones that have been most uh, affected, they started last year. It uh -huh. really seems to be over the entire bush as opposed yeah. to one stem. Um, and uh, they are in kind of an, they set away from the house. and. Uh -huh. uh, kind of in an unprotected area. Well, I'll take a picture of those and okay, great. bring them out and uh, see if uh, you can give me some guidance on it. Great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, another, I was going to ask you too, do you do any pruning on them at all? Do you trim? No, we don't. Uh, we don't oh, shape. Oh, okay. okay, okay, because that can be a big factor too with yeah, okay. with uh, the timing when you when you prune them and and oh. getting that uh, through the winter. The new growth sometimes isn't strong enough to go through the winters. I see. Right. Okay. Well, we'll we'll stop out and uh, talk about it. Great. Great. Thank you. Good. Well, thanks for calling okay, in, Mike. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. Back to the phones we go. Where Zoe is on the line. Oh, morning, good Zoe. Morning. Good morning. Is this, the, is this the Gardenia Health Center? Yes, yes. it is. Uh -oh. <laughs> Boy, and do they have gardenias out here? Oh, how lovely. Well, I. Yeah. I moved mine outside. I was, I was. I decided to take a chance. And um, anyway, I can't remember because one of my friends does it for me sometimes. What kind of fertilizer to make it bloom? Is it just Miracle Grow or something? So Zoe, what you want to use? Uh, there's a specific product. Uh, Gardenia is like a little more uh, acidity, and we okay. have by by Miracle Grow. It's called Mir Acid. Okay. 
So that's hmm. the one you'll want to get for okay. your gardenia. All right. Well, that's what I needed to know. Thank you. That's awesome. interesting. I'm glad you asked that, Zoe. <laughs> now I know, too. <laughs> good. Okay. Have a good, have a good morning. You, too. Bye. Thanks, Zoe. Bye-bye. 356-9397. Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. So, yes, uh, we have the, uh, there's a new flyer coming out in tomorrow's News Gazette uh, yes. for Prairie Gardens, which has all of the sales, the new sales you're going to have going on. Yes, preview those for me yeah. if you will Don. yeah if you know if you don't get the paper or the flyer certainly go to prairiegardens.com and you know the whole thing is there and it shows all the sales that that's going to be beginning uh you know we have annually our our famous buy the 50 dollar gift card and get the free hibiscus bush for mother's is, day yep excellent yep that starts tomorrow so that's uh you know 11.97 value so uh, that's a pretty cool deal. So I, I'm going to buy myself a gift card again. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. <laughs> you know, I, I can't think of a better gift for myself. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. <laughs> so, But at the same time, it's also nice because you get to give your mother, you know, a, a gift card so she can pick out what she sure. really wants. But at the same time, you're not empty-handed because you have a beautiful hibiscus yep. bush to go with it. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Deal. Yep. Stuff. Yep. Um, you're going to get, uh, we have some great butterfly bushes that are going to be on sale. We're going to have a, obviously the flat of impatience is still going on for eleven ninety seven. That's a great deal. Uh, also, uh, we have some Gerba daisies. If you bring a coupon, we have for $2.67, limit 20. Limit wow. 20. $5.00. Additional off combination planters, oh, twenty nine ninety nine and up. You know that instant gratification is already planted. Yeah. you just, just take it out it is. and you set just it take there. It out and yep. set it there. Just yep. make sure you add water once in a while, but it's already yep. gorgeous. Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. five dollars off the planters. Yep. Okay. These are coupons, and, and then uh, another one. Take an additional ten dollars off any tree, forty nine dollars and up. Ooh. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Got some gorgeous trees. This this is all in tomorrow's ad. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, in fact, but there was an article in the News, Get, News Gazette this morning uh, from the uh, Extension Office about magnolias. Yes. Now, it couldn't be more timely because the magnolias oh. in the community are really blooming beautifully. Yes, they are. They well, are. Well, so are the ones on the shrub lot um, outside. We have, I, I think... Six different uh, magnolias. Uh, I was taking pictures of them yesterday. I couldn't help myself. Mm-hmm. So I was out Good. there watering and thinking, I just that's just too pretty. I can't pass it up. But, yeah, there's yeah. a magnolia for every garden. What a, what a joy, yeah. Yeah, in fact, are. the, okay, the one, t- I had two trees in my backyard, and you identified one as a magnolia. Uh-huh. The other, you couldn't tell because it didn't have enough foliage on it, uh-huh. really, at the time when I took the photo. But, um, uh, yeah, sure enough, it ended up, being another kind of magnolia. Oh, cool. Is that I a guess. white one? Yes, they're both white, but it has like a much smaller flower. Oh, gotcha. More uh-huh. petite. Yeah, there's a, a number of different uh, white magnolias in the market. Most people think of the big pink one, the Solangiana, but um, there's a lot beyond that, isn't there, John? Oh. Yellows. The yellow ones are just fantastic. There's one called yes. Sensation that's a yellow pink combination. It's really pretty. 
nice. just it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's go back to the phone lines. Three five six nine three nine seven. Gene is standing by. Good morning, Gene. How are you? Pretty good. I've got two questions. Uh, do you know a, a flower called a bee a bomb? Oh yes, oh, sir. sir. Uh, where where can you get the seed? Uh, I'm pretty sure we do have some, actually. Uh, you you talk, John. I'll look. Uh-huh. Uh, so be so bomb. That's yeah. supposed to be a super duper uh, hummingbird drawing card. Yeah, it's great for pollinators, hummingbirds, really? uh, you know, bees, butterflies. Uh, so it's a great great one for pollination. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just I uh, have a book here that said to plant those, and you'll have all kinds of hummingbirds. Uh, we have we had some show up, a couple of scouts already, uh-huh. but uh, I haven't seen any wrens yet. I don't know whether they usually show up the thirtieth of April. Yeah, but you I, know what? Uh, I have a. I actually did have a sighting of a wren by by my house. Uh, oh, good. I have a, yeah, I have a little uh, uh, birdhouse that they always use every year. So, yeah. so. Uh, I've got I've got three and. I, Three houses. I usually have them every year, but so far they haven't showed up. Uh, I well, have one other one other question. What happened to Ed Kelly? Where's he at? What's he doing now? He is retired. He is oh, uh, living he, down in Florida, just outside of Tampa. And oh, he's, he's retired, huh? He did finally. Okay. <laughs> he was. I didn't realize he, he was uh, that old, but I we guess. Were, <laughs> Well, he's not really, not at heart anyway. I always yeah. compared him to Dick Clark. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, but yeah, he he. Uh, we were very sad to see him go. But uh, yeah, well, but, yeah. I just hadn't heard. I just wondered what happened to him. I hope yeah. he's okay. Yeah, he. I think he's doing well. Um, I haven't talked to him since around Christmas time. But uh, but yeah, everything's doing well, and he's still got a boy, uh, his kids down there, and he's able to spend more time with his kids and grandkids well, because he moved down well, there. Good for him. Well, thanks, folks. I enjoy your program very much. Well, thank you, Gene. We appreciate you calling in. So, so Gene, we have an update. Unfortunately, we don't have the seeds, but we do have plenty of uh, potted ones already. So uh, we we've got them ready to go and to plant. What so I, all I'd have to do is transfer them, huh? Absolutely, yeah. Or just leave them in the pot, huh? Uh, you'd want to put it in the ground. Oh, okay. Because it, it's a perennial, so that that'll come back every year for you. Oh, how did they, did they get very big? Well, there's several different sizes. Uh, some oh, are tell shorter. Tell me again what we're talking t- about. Uh, a bee bomb. It's uh, Monarda. Bee bomb. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, how, yeah. uh, ballpark figure. How how tall would they get? Uh, some are twelve to eighteen. Uh, some up to about twenty eight to thirty inches. Oh, okay. Well, that's not too. That's okay. Well, yeah. thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks well, a sure. lot, folks. Have a great weekend, Gene. We appreciate you calling in. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Tony is waiting to uh, speak to the experts. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. Um, I have two questions as well, and I was wondering, there is a tree that I was told is a silver leaf maple that popped up in my backyard, um, and I was told by an arborist that it was maybe one I didn't, I may not want to have. I'm not sure why, but it's been there about three, four years. It's about 
12 to 15 feet tall, and I don't have an issue with it. I was wondering, is there any reason that someone would have said it was undesirable? Hmm. Well, uh, first of all, they're not very long live trees. It's kind of fun to have trees pop up serendipitously in your yard. Right. Uh, silver maples are um, notoriously shallow-rooted. Um, I've, I've seen them. You, you, you walk down an older neighborhood, and ones that have been planted on the parking, you'll see the sidewalk is is uh, heaved out of the ground, pushed out ah. of the ground by the root systems. Uh, mm. There won't be any grass growing underneath the tree. It's 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 undesirable for that. They're they're uh, not real strong trees, so mm-hmm. so they'll in storms they have a tendency to shed quite a lot. Um, gotcha. Okay. But if you need the um, shade, you know, go for it. It's a free tree. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. the other question is, we, we used to have, when we first moved here 20 years ago, a kusa dogwood that was beautiful, uh-huh. oh, beautiful along the edge of the property. It wasn't near the house, and I wonder, maybe that's why it didn't survive. Uh, I would love to replant one, and I was just curious where it would be should place. Hmm. It's possible, don't you think, John, that there was a root competition? Kusa dogwoods, or dogwoods in particular, are not especially long-lived trees, ah. but but you can get several decades out of them. Um, and they, 30 they can years be open to be. the wind. They don't need to be protected. Well, you know, dogwoods, by and large, are um, understory trees. Yes. They grow at the edge of a forest or edge of a wooded area. So they, they typically get a little bit of protection. Mm-hmm. So wind is an issue, and, and some of the uh, stronger elements are an issue. They like a little bit of shade. Uh, not a lot, but a little bit. So right. th- there's a, a couple of things that could be going on. But, you know, the the silver maple is going to compete for water and nutrients like crazy. Yep, okay. it's going to take everything. Maybe I may not want to keep it there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so. you know what? In in the right On the right kind of property, and you can put it away from other things, that, you know, there's nothing wrong with them. It's not near any uh, concrete pavement or anything. Uh-huh. So. If it's not near the foundation, so, or yeah, yeah. you know, no. if it's not a place where you want to garden mm-hmm. underneath it, uh, you know, there's there's no reason to move it. But if you have something else you want to plant close, you might want to consider that competition thing. Mm-hmm. How how much of a diameter do you think, or a radius from that tree? Do you think I should? Oh wow! At least probably thirty feet. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, not small wow. trees, yeah. and you can typically typically count on the root systems being about the the size of their canopy okay all right sounds good thank you very much did we get both questions in then i sure did okay (laughs) i want to make sure sorry tony have a great day thank you thank you doll you too have a great day three five six nine three nine seven plant experts live at prairie gardens to the phones uh we uh, just lost the caller, actually, so Aww. maybe he'll call back, but that's all so. right. Too bad. Um, you, uh, did we get through all of the sales? Uh, there's there's too many tomorrow? to talk about. Just too, too many, many to talk about. Yeah, I understand I think I'd rather that. just talk about plants. Yeah, yeah, me too. Hey, John, what are you doing in your yard? Oh, I've been, well. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> well, you know. It's, He's excited. It's, it's cool. <laughs> well, it, it's cool because every every day, you know, I walk my dogs and you get a relax and and you just discover everything that's yeah. happening. And that's really, like today, mm-hmm. I just, all of a sudden, the the redbud trees are just boom. Oh my gosh, oh. yeah. You know, yeah. just just like overnight. <laughs> yeah. So so you get to you, you enjoy something cool every, almost every day or, or, you know, 
every week there's something new happening. And especially this past week. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, but it was like from Monday to Wednesday, just a complete difference in how everything blossomed and opened up and turned green and grew. And I have hostas that are about, <laughs> yeah. what, like six inches just, now. Just I like, didn't. It's crazy. Yeah. I know. Every last day week. is a new day in the spring. And finally, we have spring. Yes. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. Well, you know, we had, like, we all lost things over the winter from the cold. Oh, sure. and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, it was kind of a downer deal. But, but to see everything you know, coming up that, that you anticipated. And, and so it's, it's really exciting, yep. you know, and then I finally decided I, I've been going back and forth because I have like 14 containers that I'm going to work on. Nice. Uh, of course, you know, I changed 14. my mind. Three, you know, I changed <laughs> my mind sometimes. <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> but I have, because uh, finally I've, this is my third summer or spring in, my new house so I, I have an area where I get I've, I've finally got it down to where I know that I have almost five hours of sun in this one spot so I'm going to do this really cool container of succulents succulents oh. and sedums so oh. it's going to be just really cool it's right by my sidewalk where everybody walks up to the house sounds beautiful yeah so that's, that's the thing about a property moving into a different property finding what the sun and water patterns are mm -hmm. so you know the he couldn't do that in most of the areas of his garden a sedum no. a sedum bowl but he was patient kind of and waited kind of so right. that um three years i don't worry absolutely okay good and we have some just awesome sedums and succulents in right now oh, yeah. oh my gosh. gosh yeah and and usually i'll mix some of the the ones that aren't hardy along with some of the the other you know ground cover types or or upright types that are hardy okay uh, a lot of times if you have a large enough container some of those will come back yeah and you know obviously the other ones won't but but i think it's really cool to to mix it up because you know you're going to do annuals in your container anyway mm -hmm. and, and you get that one season of enjoyment out of yep, them yep absolutely yep absolutely sounds good 356-9397, plant experts, live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go back to the phone lines where Terry is standing by with questions. Good morning, Terry. Well, good morning to you. Um, I have a, a question similar to Phil at the beginning of the show. Um, he had the pine trees that were about 20 years old, ever, uh, had the fungus, and yes. we had three, three similar <clears throat> pine trees, and we gave up and cut them down. So um, now I'm wondering, uh, and, and it's gone from shade to sun here, too. Yeah. Uh, I did plant a, a peach tree. I bought a, a peach tree at Prairie Gardens and planted that. And I'm, I'm just now wondering if, if that's a good place to plant it or what should I avoid planting in this area where the, the pine trees used to be. Right, because the soil would be a little more acidic, wouldn't it? Because of Correct. the pine trees? Yeah. I did move some daylilies over and a rhododendron, but that's about it so far. Okay. Well, daylilies will grow anywhere. So. Oh, abs absolutely. <laughs> did yeah, you have yes, the, the, I, felt, did you, I felt safe with that. <laughs> sure, sure. Did you have the stumps 
ground out and, and the roots uh, are, we did are they not. existing? We did not okay. just touch the ground. Uh, yeah. We have a Nothing wrong with large that. Hard, uh, yard out in the country, and I'll find something to put on top of the stumps. But the peach tree is planted in a, uh, oh, a spot where I, there weren't many roots, so I think that's, it should be fine there. Sure. Sure. I think it's really essential to amend the soil with compost. Absolutely. And, oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I think anything you're planting there, uh, I think that's going to help disperse some of the acidity, and it'll be great for your uh, any of your new plantings. And I had the same situation at one time, uh, and I took advantage of, of those stumps, and I put large containers on top of them. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, so I'm, I'm going to get some of the wine barrels, I think. And oh, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that gets you a, a nice, stable uh, base for the for the container to sit on. And, yeah. For, know, several, can... yeah. for several years, actually. But you know what's going to happen is that the, the root system is going to deteriorate. But, and it's going to take a lot of years for that to happen. But, but it'll go away. But you'll have that nice foundation for several years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so there's nothing. Uh, the, the fungus from the pines isn't going to affect um, anything else that I would plant. Or is it even safe to plant another pine there? I'm not sure I'd do another pine right there. I, I think your choice of rhododendron was, was very good. Uh, they like the acidic soil. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I probably would have amended the soil with compost first just to freshen it up mm-hmm. because you had a tree there mm-hmm. for a long time. So um, getting the, the soil freshened and and uh, ready for any kind of plant was would be a good thing to do. Uh, your peach okay. tree particularly would like that kind of amendment, soil amendment. So, um, okay. But the rhododendrons, I think that that little bit of acidic soil oh, yeah. is just that's just the perfect place for them. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Sure. Thanks for calling. Enjoy. In. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. I have a rhododendron. Do you? Yeah, it's nice. just outside one of the bedroom windows. Yes, it has uh, lovely purple flowers on it. I cool. call them flowers. Is it is it beds. the big the big leaf one or the is it smaller leaf? I think it's the larger leaf one. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a leaf about this size. Uh, We're looking at something about the size of an almond. I don't think so. No, I think so. they're just a little bit larger than that. What is this that Jill brought up to the table? She brought a a, a stem of a tree. It looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Blooming white, isn't that pretty? Blooming. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. lovely little white flowers. I actually don't recognize the leaf. I don't either. It's very interesting. But it's very pretty. That's what I love about spring is seeing all the new things come out, things that I don't recognize, and it's, like, so cool. Yeah. But now I want to know. And now with genetics being, you know, played with so oh, much, gosh, there yeah. are probably new things popping up all the time. Oh, my gosh. What was I just reading about, uh, I think, in the Wall Street Journal? There were uh, uh, scientists injecting some kind of an enzyme, I believe, into plants that had a, a, a inflorescence to it. Oh. So that the the plants were emitting light. Wow! What oh, a plant that goodness. glows in the dark. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, yeah, things are getting played with a lot. <laughs> oh, funny. All right, we have just a few minutes left. Let's try to squeeze one more call in because Winnie is standing by. Let's see if we can uh, get her question answered real quickly. Good morning, Winnie. Good morning. Uh, quickly, we have a very small area in our yard that we can plant in because we live in a condo area, and it's filled with thistles. Last year, we did our best to pull them from the root and get rid of them, but 
we're trying to figure out what can get rid of these thistles so that we could plant some perennials there. Oh, thistle. I see. Yes. Those, those are an icky problem. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. They're horrible. I, they, yeah, they are. I got to tell you first, though, Wendy, that I, 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 we actually sell thistle. It's, this, it's a hybridized variety, but it's like people look at it and think, what are you selling that for? But but the thistle you're talking about, the Canadian thistle, they, they're a really pernicious problem and very horrible. difficult. Uh, Roundup is something that would that would work really well. Also, don't you think, John, that she could probably cut them back pretty far and use black plastic on top of them? Uh, it, it'll, oh. You know, you'd have to leave it for several weeks, um, you know, in the heat and the sun. And that, that pretty much kills Just kind of anything them. underneath it. Yeah, it does. It cooks them. Yeah. It cooks the seeds. Um, and down to the roots. But that that's a non-chemical way of approaching that kind of an issue. Right. Um, we also have a, a, another product uh, that is a non-selective like the Roundup that is, it's essentially it's a combination of, of oils that yes. that actually smother the plant. Yeah. Uh, huh. So if you didn't want to use the, the Roundup, that's another option that you could go with. But oh, the problem is, called? like, uh, there's always going to be <laughs> seeds there yeah. that's going to germinate. So, so... Uh, Maybe the plastic is the best way to go. Yeah, uh, it, right. the plastic might be, or there or a go. combination of both. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I hope that helps, Winnie. Thank you so much Good for luck. calling in this morning, <laughs> and thanks to everyone who called in this morning. This has been Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with Plant Experts Marianne Metz and John Weisgarver. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Jim Lewis, and. Uh, uh, and Lake Landa perhaps today as well um, because he'll be taking over soon. Remember, if you're an Ivy Long member, then you get an extra 10% off Tuesdays here at Prairie Gardens. You can find all the deals on their website at prairiegardens.com. For Marianne, John, and myself, have a wonderful weekend.